cast number what number will this be? Forty four? No. Forty five. Forty forty four. Forty four. Forty four. Wow. That that is great. Can you believe that? Forty four? No, it seems impossible. Oh boy, can you believe we're that close to um podcast number fifty? Can you believe that we're that close to fifty? No, we're Tommy. You shut your mouth. No, we're not. You just said we were. No, podcasts. That, that's what I meant. What did you mean? Oh, I thought you meant our age. No, goodness gracious, no. We gotta hit forty before we can get to fifty. <laughs> You're right. You're right. How you old know. are you now, buddy? What, thirty eight? I am that old, you, at least. Are you 38? Uh, are you 38 at least. I'm at least that old. Oh, hey, hey. Um, what does this sound right? What does this sound like right here? What does this sound like right here? Hold on. Okay. Okay. Well, let me see what I can do for you, Mr. Woodard. <laughs> it sounds like I'm calling the airlines or some kind of, uh, you know, uh, service. Uh, desk. Uh huh. And and you need a cancellation on what? Um, you know, I need to cancel my flight. Uh huh. Okay. Let me see here. Can I get a refund on that? Oh, sir, that's hold on. Uh huh. Um, let me see. Hold on. This is what you hear. doing what are they doing when they do this because all i can do is dsl 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 jkl semicolon what are they doing when they go this fast i think they're texting their friends and telling them i'm about to rip this guy off oh do you think so no yes mm. no maybe well you know what we haven't done tommy what's that you know what we haven't done what <sighs> we haven't said hi to our audience Oh. oh, Tommy, we have not said hi to our audience. Hey, audience. Hey, audience. How are you, audience? We hello. hope you're doing well. Hello. <laughs> um, I'm Eddie James, and and tell me who you are. Tell me who you are. Uh, my name is Clem Cadiddlehopper. Clem Cadiddlehopper. Now here's the question. Who was it that had a character named Clem Cadiddlehopper? There was a character that had... Say that again? Clem Cadiddlehopper. Uh-huh. Do you know who that was? No, I don't. Uh, should that be a, t a question and somebody could answer it for a prize? I don't know. Well, because here's the deal. Yeah. Clem Cadiddlehopper. I'm yeah. just going to Google it. Let's see how hard this is. It's not hard at all. It's super simple. Clem ca Did you mean Clem? Oh. Yeah. I meant Clem Cadiddlehopper. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. <laughs> what were you going to say? Did I mean what? <laughs> Clem what? No. No, like, 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 I had no idea how to spell it. Yeah. Google went, did you mean, and it gave me the... Correct spelling so, with a K yeah. instead of a C. 
Uh, no, it has a C. The last name starts with a K, I thought. Yeah, last yeah. name does. But yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. How, how do you know that? Oh my gosh, because he's the best. And that was that was really, that was like one of his primary characters. I mean, golly, he was so good. Well, we know it's a he now. Oh, I've just given the whole thing away. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a contest, buddy. I really don't. Well, unlike our other things, this one you can just Google. <laughs> yeah, you can Google pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is the so same the way with time. all of them. <laughs> no, no, the other one. No. Whatever, no. whatever. No. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Well, Tom, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Oh, by the way, the the answer to the question. Clem uh, Kadiddlehopper was a character that Red Skelton played. Yeah. yeah. Red Skelton. Yep. How did you watch Red Skelton, Tommy? Doll reruns. Like when you were a kid, you watched Red Skelton reruns? Yeah, on, it was on TV. Like with, on with, cable or what? With my family. Huh. I don't ever remember the Red Skelton show. I would just catch reruns. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, hang on, hang on. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it would come on Channel 4 at uh, 8 o'clock on Saturdays. <laughs> no, well, what the heck? How would I know the answer? How did you watch that? Uh, we turned the TV on and it was there. That's the only answer I can give you. <laughs> okay, like when you were a kid, when you were a kid, yeah. like we had cable. And uh -huh. like I remember... We, uh, HBO would have Splash. So I saw Tom Hanks and John Candy and Daryl Hannah and Splash. I don't know how many times. Like it's engraved in my memory of Splash. So I was just going, "How do you remember watching the Red Skelton show?" Like, well, see, we didn't have cable until I was probably in the eighth grade. So was that like on PBS? I guess. I don't know. What part of I don't know don't you understand? I, just I don't, don't know. Get we it. would turn the TV on and it would be on. It's not like we watched it every night. It'd be like, oh, this show's on. And my dad would be like, oh, Tommy, you got to watch him. He's so funny. All right. I just, like, I just go, I don't get it. I like, think it was just like Lawrence Welk. Lawrence Welk was on like. Every day on PBS, but those things okay. were recorded in like the 60s or whatever. Okay. okay. So that would so be, be my like, guess if I need he... to give you an answer on this. Okay. So like Hee Haw. <laughs> no, Hee Haw was, he was, was still being recorded. Hee Haw was, was on it? for, yeah, it was on for a long time. Hee Haw. Well, okay. Well, all right. But we all also right. watched that. You watched Hee Haw? Oh, I yeah. Hee We also yeah. watched Jubilee. Jubilee! Every Jubilee. Sunday. But we didn't, Every Sunday? But we did not have what my pastor referred to as Hell's Box Office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's funny. So I, did, I didn't see Splash a bunch. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. We did. I... I, I I came from a divorced home. I think I think that was my mom's way of keeping us busy. It was a good babysitter. 
was a good babysitter. That was before iPods were invented. But I don't think I'm alone. I think there was a lot of kids that watched, well, that were adults now, but they remember watching like Splash or the Pink Panther just over and over and over again because we had HBO. Yeah. So, but I don't have HBO now. No, I don't either. So. But it's okay if you do. Yeah. Because there's just as bad stuff on regular TV now as was on HBO when we were kids. Um, but but HBO's changed though. Yes. Yeah. So, I wouldn't recommend it. No. No, I always feel like on st- when you go to student conferences, you know. Yeah. And um, we're there, and uh-huh. uh, you know, you go into hotels and stuff, and right. You know, and it, the thing is over, and you're in your room, and you're flipping channels, and you're like, oh, golly. You know, and you, then I always think, oh, my, there are tons of students in hotel rooms without a chaperone that could just be flipping channels, you know? Yep, yep. You just and hope that. You just hope they choose not to. You hope they do, buddy. You hope yep. they do. They, you, you hope they do. Um, yeah. Sometimes I, I I doubt they do, but you hope they do. You hope they do. Yeah. You really hope. We've heard horror stories, haven't we, Tom? Yes. Horror stories. <laughs> so, well, Pontius, what have you guys been up to lately? Tell us. Let Come us on. know. You know, what's been going on? What's been going on? How was, how was Valentine's Day? Oh, that's... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that is sweet. Oh. That's awesome. Oh, and... Ah. Mm, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, okay, so a little bit of good, a little, little bit of bad. You know, some people didn't have that great of a Valentine's Day. So It, it happens. How was yours, Ed? Um, Mine. You know what? It was good. My my wife's birthday is on the 9th of February. Right. So I took her out, and we celebrated that. And so Valentine's Day really became about our whole family. So we did kind of a Valentine's Day thing with the girls, with our daughters. So Plus was, your anniversary is pretty close. Anniversary is on the 28th. Yeah. So it's all in February. So we kind of had to, to, you know, just, yeah break that out a little bit but it's been good how was yours how was your valentine's day you know what it was wonderful my wife and i went out exchanged gifts had a good time together it was good what what did she give you what did she give me for valentine's day yeah look what was the gift you said you exchanged gifts we did exchange Um, gifts i gave her uh she kind of picked out her present a few months ago but she'd forgotten about it so I gave her some uh, perfume that she wanted and some other type of cosmetic things she wanted. Um, wasn't really that, you know, romantic, but it was what she wanted. And what did she give me? Gosh, I've already forgotten. Um, she gave me, I don't know. Oh, gosh, that makes me a bad husband. Oh, buddy. Buddy. I'm glad she doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> well, it's been an exciting month. We've gone to a lot of places, done a lot of things. Um, it has. Yeah. Yeah. What's that song that says that? 
Uh, been to a lot of places, sing a lot of songs, done a lot of bad rhymes. What's that song? You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, I don't know. Sing a little. Maybe I'll know it. Uh, no, I don't. I can't sing. Just uh, try, because I don't know. It nope. might help me. Nope. Nope. No. You're just going to be, um, you're going to um, ridicule me in my singing. I will not. Uh, just give it a shot. I'm, no. I I am I'm going to Google on I'm going to Google the song right now and then uh, sing some of it. No, because um, you're singing this song. What is that? What is that? What is that? Um, been so many places in my life and times. Sung a lot of songs, done a lot of bad rhymes. To, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? No. Um, singing this song, ah, there it is, boom, there it is, singing this song for you, Donny Hathaway. I don't, you know I, what I'm talking about? no, sing a little, seriously. I've been so many places in my life and time, I've sung a lot of songs, I've made some bad rhyme, I've acted out my love in stages with 10,000 people watching, but we're alone now and I'm singing this song for you. No, Nothing. Is it, is it a country song? No. They sing it all the time on American Idol. What? Yeah. Here, here, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Um. Oh. Just, okay. Been, oh, wait, here, here, hold, hold on, okay. hold on. Okay, okay. Huh. I've been through so many changes in my life and time. Sung a lot of bad songs, done a lot of bad rhymes. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I do now. Thanks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold no, on, hold on. No, you did perfect. Donnie, I got it now. Donny Osmond. No, you are no sir. <laughs> no sir. Okay, listen, listen just a little bit. Okay. 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 Hmm. Mm, mm. Okay, that's good. You know what I'm talking about? No, I still don't know it. For reals, Tommy, they do it all the time in American Idol. But I don't know why I didn't get it, because you sounded just like the recording. There's a probably but watch it. I'm singing the song for you. See? That, that is gold. Is that gold? Pure gold. 99 and 44 one hundredths percent pure gold. <laughs> Who sang that song? Um, uh, Mel Tillis. <laughs> I don't think it was. <laughs> but it wasn't pure gold. It was pure love, right? 99 and 44, 100 percent pure love. <laughs> I don't know. 99, but that's an old one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pure love. Oh, baby, oh, it's that? pure love. Is that Mel Tiffin? Milk and honey and Captain Crunch and you in the morning. 99. Oh, man. Who is that? Um, that's Charlie Pride. No, Char Ron Ronnie Mills. Ronnie Millsap. Ronnie Millsap. There yeah. you go, buddy. Yeah. 
Okay. Pure love, baby. It's pure love. 99 and 44, 100% pure love. That's it. That's it. That's how we feel toward our audience. Just pure love. Pure love. And and by the way, audience, you're welcome. About 15 minutes of your life wasted right now with us <laughs> going everywhere from Clem Cadiddlehopper to Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> hey, um, um, okay, so February, we had Valentine's Day. We did. Um, what'd you think of uh, the Oscars? What'd you think of the Oscars? You know, I liked some of it. I didn't like some of it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked, um, you know, I was I was a big fan of um, the artists, so I was happy that it won stuff because I, I really, really, really enjoyed that movie. It was great. We saw that in a uh, movie theater with people, and it was such an interesting sound not to hear sound. Uh-huh. From the audience, you know? it's, it's like you were you were all in it together. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It was very very cool. Yeah. What a uh, what a great way to do a uh, a I well literally. I mean, if these actors and actresses wanted to do a movie, it would have had subtitles. Yep. We would have had to have read, and because we don't speak their language. True. What a great take on, hey, we want to make a mi- movie that can go mainstream. Let's do a silent film. Yeah. Just just so great. So that was great. great. Um, I like The Descendants. I thought that was a very great little slice of life yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Uh, did you see The Help? I haven't seen it. I, uh, my, uh, my, my wife owns the DVD. I, I still haven't watched it. I need to. It's good. It's good. We saw Moneyball. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked Moneyball. Yeah. Uh, we both saw Midnight in Paris. Yeah. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, come on in. Oh, it's our lawyer. It's our lawyer. F- Phineas? Yeah. Why? What's Wait, wrong? What's on. wrong? What? what do you want? Oh, he needs to say something. Hey, hey. Phineas. Ah, hello. Well, what's going on, Phineas? What's oh, going on? You started talking about movies. <laughs> Who cares? We're just talking about movies, bud. I know, but I mean, we need to just let them know that the uh, the movies, the Terminator is talking right now. They are not endorsing anything that is promoted by the movies, the language that is used, or anything else. They're simply talking as two humans who enjoyed something. Phineas, Phineas, I think you're being a little uptight on this, buddy. I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> hey, huh? did you, Phineas, huh? Phineas, yeah, did you see War Horse? No. I don't I don't I don't watch movies. What do you do, Phineas? I sit in the corner until you need me. <laughs> All right, Phineas. Thank you, Phineas. Good day. Good day. I said good day. <laughs> I said good day too. See you, Phineas. <laughs> oh, Phineas. Um, uh yeah, we saw Warhurst though. That was good. That was okay. Yeah, I, I think it. you hit it on the head. You said it was like a nineteen eighties Disney, Disney movie, film. yeah, I know. Yeah. But I, I will say the scene. I thought the scene was very touching, where they were cutting the horse out of the barbed wire. That was that was special. Yeah, yeah that was special. Um, we saw separately Midnight in Paris, which was you know. I, Woody Allen. Yeah. Oh, see, I I didn't think it was like I don't generally like Woody Allen, but I liked that one a lot. Mm. I thought it was good. Um, extremely loud and incredibly close. That that uh, was yeah. a movie. It was a movie. I thought it was poorly overlooked. 
Oh, so good. Yeah, it really was. So, so good. And oh, I really goodness. wanted uh, Max von Sydow, however you say his name, I wanted him to mm-hmm. win Best Supporting Actor because I thought he did so good. He did. Tom Hanks is amazing. Tom yeah, he Hanks. Is. Yep. From from my HBO days of Splash to now, he yeah. is the king. He is just he is just so good at what he does. So good. Yep. Love him. Love him. Love him. Just oh, thought he was so great in that. Um, and well, I still think that you and I should write a song for a movie because I think we could win. There were only two songs up for an Academy Award. Wasn't that awful? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that was horrible. And the one that won is, I'm a Muppet. Or a man. Wasn't that it? Yeah. Um, The artist said something. What's his name? I don't even know his name. Jean Dujardin. Jean Dujardin. His name is Clem (laughs) Kedittlehopper. Well, kind of. (laughs) He did a silent film. Yes. Um, and and Red Skelton was a Red Skelton that was big into just oh mime oh yeah. Mime. yeah yeah mime. um speaking of um, comedy and stuff um and entertainment um Jean Dorjardin whatever his name was yeah they're talking about people that they met <clears throat> um and he said I thought this was so good he said um. Yesterday, when I shot something for Funny or Die with Henry Winkler, the Fonz. See, I'm trying to have a French accent. You like? <laughs> it's good. Right. Yesterday, when I shot something for Funny or Die with Henry Winkler, the Fonz, I hugged him and he said, I love you. I was so moved. He raised me. He was like my lullaby in my childhood. Oh, like- that's you. He raised me. He was like my lullaby in my childhood. That's your story. That is me. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I've never heard it put so eloquently. Like, Henry Winkler, yes. Yeah. The font, font, yes, yes. That's crazy. Did did I say on the last podcast, like, no, I was telling you and Brian and Jay this, people that we work with, I could still watch a Happy Days episode because Happy Days, and they don't do this a lot anymore on television. The middle kind of does it, um, which I love the middle. Yeah, I do too. Happy Days would always have a message. There was always a point to learn, and I and I get that television isn't like that now, uh-huh. um, unless you're watching Disney, where it's usually the parents get the message from the kids. You know, the kids are always smarter. But and there's usually a message, but it's usually done by the parents' default. But um, what I loved about Happy Days was the music would go like da 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 da. Oh yeah! And you knew here comes the moral, here comes the message, and <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but I could turn on a Happy Days rerun now, and I will get teared up because I know like it's going to be a little life lesson that Fonzie gives or Mr. C would give, and like back then. Because I was a latchkey kid, because I was raised by television, because my mom was had to go back to school and get her degree, my life lessons were learned from Happy Days and from Fonzie. So that's true. That lullaby in my childhood was him. That is so I just love that. I just love that. It's also why every time you walk up to a jukebox, you hit it instead of putting money into it. <laughs> I'm really trying to get you to quit that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
every time I go into a bathroom and I'm about to comb my hair, I stop and go, Hey! <laughs> so true. But I don't wear a leather jacket. Not anymore. Mm-mm. But you do, no matter. Even though you're you're bald, you still have that comb in your back pocket. I do. Uh, I still get the chicks. That's right. The chicks like Fonzie. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of comedy, Tommy, you've mentioned Red Skelton. Who, who are some of your comedy greats? You know, Billy Crystal, who's one of mine, did the Academy Awards. Yeah. Uh, was, that was good. He did okay. Oh, I thought he did really... I mean, he did really well. I loved the opener. I thought that was funny with the different movies and stuff. And, um, you know, yeah, he did He did good. I was I was proud of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, who are my... You know, I, I still go back to, like, Jonathan Winters is one of my favorites. I know that's really going back, but... Because he does, he does different characters. Oh, such great characters. I mean, yeah. just amazing um, how funny they are. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I love Robin Williams' spontaneity, you know. Um, I, I loved... Uh, there was an interview, I think. Um, it was in Entertainment Weekly about Billy Crystal, and he was saying that... Uh, um, you know, that during other um, Academy Awards, he'd be at home on the phone with Robin Williams talking, just on the phone, you know what I mean? Just uh-huh. uh, talking as it went on and talking about who's winning what. But I just <laughs> thought that was so cool. I mean, they really are really great friends. And um, Billy Crystal respects Robin Williams for what he does, just what you were saying, just that craziness that he he has and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Tim Conway, I love, I love Tim Conway. Um, again, just the characters and the spontaneity is hilarious. He's so good. Yeah. Golly. I wish, I wish, I wish I could meet Tim Conway. I do too. He's, he's amazing. He's golly. I wonder if we know anybody that knows anybody that knows Tim Conway. I don't know. Cause he's so great. God, I would love to meet Tim Conway. Don Knotts was one of my favorites. He yeah. was funny. You know, yeah. I actually purchased an autographed picture of him on eBay a long time ago. You still have it? I do. <clears throat> yeah, I do. Um, and Chevy Chase, of course, man. I love Chevy. I think Community's coming back. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, taking good. taking Parks and Rec, though, what? for it. Yeah, yeah. That whole Whitney show has just gotten us all, gotten NBC all out of whack, you know? Why don't they get rid of it instead of getting rid of good shows? I know. I know. Well, oh, you you know what, though? They moved up all night, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're getting rid of Parks and Rec? It's going away? It's going away for a little while. Then they're going to put community in that place. But, um, yeah. 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 Because Ron Swanson is the greatest human on TV. Ron Swanson is a great character, isn't he? He's funny. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. Uh, there was something I read where Parks and Rec is viewed by smart people. Smart people, intelligent people like Parks and Rec. Huh. That's interesting. Demographically, yeah. 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 <clears throat> isn't that funny? That is funny. I figured the smart people would be watching Swamp People. Well, I think they do that, too. I, I love think. Swamp People. <laughs> They reach in like for fish and stuff. No, that's um, that's uh, oh gosh, well, that's noodling. 
Oh, is that? <laughs> See, I don't even. Oh, swamp people. Yeah. That's alligators. Swamp people is like, shoot them, Elizabeth, shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Um, the um, this is so great. You know, Melissa McCarthy. Um, she was up for a supporting actress. For yeah, for Little House on the Prairie. No. No, that was Melissa Gilbert. Melissa Gilbert. I thought that was who did the Aflac duck. No, no, that's the Aflac duck? Yeah. Before he got fired was Gilbert Godfrey. Oh. Oh, Melissa got McCarthy. it. Oh, you're talking about the one that did the, uh, oh, the, the mannequin thing? Had the, had the dummy? That's Andrew McCarthy. It's Charlie. The the 80s movie Mannequin? No, but that's so weird because I was thinking of Charlie McCarthy, who actually was a ventriloquist. <laughs> who had the dummy. Yeah. Same Charlie. <sighs> no, Melissa McCarthy, she's in that show Mike and Molly, and she was in Bridesmaids. Yes. Uh, listen to this. Speaking of comedy and stuff, th- she said her favorite comedy? Yeah. Ready for this? Yes. I think we will agree. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, yeah. She says this. To me, it's the holy grail. It's hysterically funny and heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Isn't that interesting? Because she hasn't really made anything like that. I bet she will. You think so? I bet she, Oh, I mean, you look at what she does. Well, I guess she really, like, um, she just... Well, I think we would both agree. Anybody that can do funny can do serious. Oh, sure. And she, um, her personality, she's just endearing. Yes, yes. So you know, whenever the serious does come, I mean, everybody's listening. You know. Oh, uh, it'll it'll when she does do that, it'll be Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Yeah. I just I just thought that was so great. To me, it's the Holy Grail. I mean, I um I have a movie poster of planes, trains, and automobiles <clears throat> up where we watch movies up in. Um, up in my room there for the, our movie room, and I love Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yep. I think it's so great. It's a great the, movie. The Holy Grail, Tommy. The Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. It, it I mean, it is the, you know, probably for you and I where we discovered the concept of the dip. The dip. Hysterically funny. I mean, that's what we do. That's yep. how we do everything. That's what we try to do anyway. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was so beautiful. That's really great. Uh, okay, listen to this. Okay. Um, this is on comedy and stuff, too, which is basically our podcast is on entertainment and podcast uh, as far as comedy. This is what Sarah Silverman says about hecklers. See what you think about this, because we've we've uh, we've encountered hecklers. Um, she says this hecklers are a heartbreaking breed desperate to connect at any cost, positive or negative. Whoa, is, is that not insightful? Say that again. Hecklers are a heartbreaking breed, desperate to connect at any cost, positive or negative. Wow. Like a kid acting out for attention, even if they <clears throat> like a kid acting out for attention, it's at least contact. Even if they get punished, at least they've garnered focused. Ooh. Um when I get heckled, I tend to give the heckler what he wants, attention, to be mirrored. As the shrink says, sometimes I do an impression of what they probably won't be saying the next day. 
oh man remember last night when when i was up there trying to look stupid that was so awesome (laughs) (laughs) says this a guy once just yelled me in the middle of my set it was amazing this guy's heckle actually directly equaled its heartbreaking subtext me like that's what the guy said another time i was listening um to a radio show and the caller called in and the uh the the uh like the dj hung up on him but just before he was about to be disconnected you could hear the caller say i exist oh wow that's that's so good isn't that good? She said, those were the only two times I ever heard a heckler say what he really, really, really meant. I, I am exist. real. Wow. I exist. Me. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. So the next time, you know, we get heckled or someone needs attention, you know, we what do we usually say? Take your Ritalin. Yeah, uh, which is a great example. That's the, the truth. They're just needing yeah. attention. Just need attention. They and have so attention funny. deficit. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's hecklers. I, I'm trying to. Um, we don't get a lot, but you know, we usually, but we usually just ignore them, and they usually, they usually be quiet. Except for the time you said, "What's it going to take to get you to shut up?" <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, what's it going to take to get you to shut up? <laughs> that was funny. That was so great. Yeah. And everybody died laughing because everyone was thinking the same thing. Would yeah. This person just please be quiet. <laughs> yeah. And that he really wanted attention too. But nobody says that in church. That's what that was what made it so great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Patton Oswald, the guy that was on. Um, oh, I love his devotionals. Huh? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. Another comedian. He was oh. the voice for Ratatouille. He was on the King of Queens. What was he um, on the King of Queens? Oh, he's that that uh, short guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said uh, the last time I bombed on stage, the last time I completely bombed was three years ago at the Hollywood Improv on a random week night. I was just dropping in to do a guest set, feeling pretty good about myself, <laughs> and even better about all of the brilliant new material I thought I'd written. Um, before I went up, a mighty famous comedian dropped in, also to do a guest set. He went on and on, he went on and did word for word material I'd seen him do ten years ago. He absolutely slaughtered, killed it. I sneered from the back of the room. Didn't this guy write? I went up after him, all puffed up and self righteous. I ate it. I bombed. Hot, sticky flames. <laughs> And here's how bad I did. A third of the way to my set, a table got up and left. Oh. After, after a few moments, one of them rushed back into the room and announced, Hey, the guy who just went on, he's in the other room. And then the entire audience got up and went out. Oh. <laughs> this guy, who wasn't on the stage, then listened to me do my new, admittedly unfunny material. And they were right. Isn't that funny? That's awesome. Isn't that great? Yeah, it hurts to bomb. Oh, oh, yeah. And that's the hard part about new material. I mean, to uh, to try to get people, you know, you know what I mean. You got to try out new material. Um, 
even though the stuff you've been doing for a decade, you you know it. You you've worked it out like you would your new material. At, at one time, it was new material, you know. Yep. Um, you just kept on tweaking it. So, I just thought that was very very interesting. Um, That's great. Because you know we go do stuff and people want the stuff they they've seen on video that they're not in, really interested in the new material, but you have to keep trying out the new stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, you know. I tell you that Oswald Chambers, he's he's sharp. That uh, was Oswald Patton, buddy. Patton. Patton. Yeah. He's a general. Oh, well, Patton Oswald. Sorry, Patton Oswald. So. Do you understand now? Yes. Yeah. That's my utmost for his highest. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. All right. Um, anything you want to add to that? No, except I just agree with all of it. It's very funny, and it's so true. Yeah. Um, Emma Stone, she says, every, time, every single time I see Gildner Radner in the Judy Miller show sketch on Saturday Night Live, it makes me laugh as if it's the first time I've ever seen it. It's so rare to see someone play a child so accurately in such a funny way. Ugh. Um, she goes in dress rehearsal. She had a broken she had broken a rib playing that character, and when you watch it, you'd never know because she's just throwing herself into doors and everything. I think she was just the best. Do you remember that character? Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, she played like a little a little girl, right? Yeah, I think sometimes she even would wear like a little brownie outfit or something like that. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, and she was like in her bedroom. Yeah. And she would. She'd just flail herself everywhere. She'd jump on. Yeah. Yeah. A lot like what Molly Shannon would do in um, uh, Mary Catherine Gallagher, but uh, more high energy because she was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that something? She broke a rib and she just, the show must go on. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. So. I love it. How about we take a look at some audience mail? All right, do it. Do okay. It. Do, it. Um, do it. I'm looking at a audience mail here that oh, – oh, oh, okay, hey, can we pause for a second and just say this? Audience, we, we realize we didn't have a February podcast. Yes. And we were sorry. We really tried multiple times. But once it came down to it, we had to spend some time with our families. Would that be the best way to say that, Ed? Yeah. Well, there was one time we tried to do it. We we're going to do one in the car, and my car was just too noisy. It was like, too loud. Were, yeah. It was too loud, and like, oh, that would have been awful. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah. we're not. We're not giving up. No. So no, we're gonna. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry. I just wanted to say that. Now, audience mail. Audience mail. Um, there were uh, some questions that someone gave. Hang on. Here's one from Sephia Clark. Sephia says, I don't know if you've heard of Stardoll.com, but it's a site that a lot of people are on. Anyway, I made you a profile on there. Just making sure that is okay. Sephia, I think it's okay. I don't really know how to see that. I noticed that Stardoll.com is apparently connected to Barbie in some way, but I don't I don't know how to I don't know as a as a forty some odd year old man that I'm comfortable having a uh, 
logging in to start all. <laughs> oh, I wonder what your start all would look like, Tommy. Oh, I probably like my sister. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, someone uh, named Kyle uh, from our viewer mail, uh, he asked some questions. He was like, hey, here's some questions. Um, okay, bring them on. What are your major responsibilities with skit guys? Um, uh, I, I don't we, Yeah, that's a good question. Got a lot. Um, yeah. We do have, what, about nine people that work with us? Guys. I think that's right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I mean, you know, everything from skiguys.com to booking travel to customer service to writing new stuff to filming new stuff to writing scripts to film the new stuff to writing or not really writing scripts, I guess coming up with things to do on stage. Um, all oh, those things. It's a lot to do. A lot. It's I a can't lot believe to do. We get to do it. No, yeah. no. Uh, um, what skills and abilities are most important in your work? That's a good cool, little ooh, cue. That's good. I would say creativity, mm-hmm. spontaneity, leadership, and yeah, leadership. It did, I was trying to get another a t word. Oh, oh! I just I ruined creativity, that. spontaneity, and leader flexibility. Le- flexibility. Those are my three. That's good, buddy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, and yours should all be ships. Leadership. Friendship. Friendship. Um, workmanship. Nice. Is that nice. good? That's a good answer. I like that. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. You. That's good. Yeah, what if I talk like this and just held my nose the whole time? Well, I think let's go for it. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, uh, I can't breathe. Yeah, I didn't um, think it would last. What do you like most about your work? It's fun, uh-huh. and it is very rewarding, and I That's get great. to uh, do that with my best friend. Oh, what's his name? Uh, his name is <laughs> Snuffles Magoo. <laughs> is he friends with Clem? Cadiddlehopper? Cadiddlehopper? Yes. That's funny. Um... If you had to do it all, if you had to do it all again, what would you do differently? Um, if you had to do it all again, buddy. And I don't, do I don't, I honestly don't really think I would change anything. I think that we're all a product of our experiences and how God has made us, and I think taking any of those experiences out would make it different in some way. And I think it's really great the way it is. What was the one thing that affected your choice of your career the most? Uh, probably Eddie moving back to Texas. Oh, so it's all me, huh? I, I see. Wouldn't, don't you? Wouldn't you say that? I see. I see. I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, what would be the one thing for you? 
What? What affected you the most in your choice of occupation? Jesus. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> that is just the best answer. It is. Because you can't really, you know, I was going to say that's a weak answer, but that's that's not good. You can't say that about Jesus. Well. Well? Yeah. Why are you well, why are you saying well, it that way? Well, well, Tommy, well, well. Why am I saying what what way? <laughs> um. No, yeah, me moving back was huge. Yeah. yeah, that was huge. Yeah, because I mean, you were doing stuff in California, I was doing stuff in Texas, but it was just kind of a little side things here and there. Yeah, and then when they we got together. It was murder. Oh, that was good. That was heart to heart, wasn't it? Oh, that was going to be a good question for people oh, to try to answer. I it up. That would have been so tough. Oh. That would be hard to Google right there. Dude, you're right. Right? Because when they met, it, it was, was murder. murder. Yeah. Oh, you're right, buddy. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. It's okay. What was um? What was the uh? What what did he do? Besides looking out for Mr. and Mrs. Hart. That was his what? job. Actually, that's a super, yeah, that's a Google shot. Boom, it's done. Google, oh. Google's ruined all the good questions. Uh, his name is Max, right? Yeah, he was He was just their, you know, he their butler? chauffeur and butler. I mean, that was his job. Because they I'm were like Max. independently wealthy. Yeah. I'm Max. I take care of Mr. and Mrs. Hart. With Freeway the dog. <laughs> Oh, and, oh, he goes, oh, and by the way, that's Freeway. Yeah. Because <laughs> the dog's name is Freeway. Yep. So he's like, oh, and by the way, that's Freeway. In case you were wondering. <laughs> that was in the TV. That was in the intro of the TV show. Yep. Because when they met, it, it was, was murder. murder. Don't you remember, like, uh, TV shows when they used to, like, the intro was long. I loved it. Yeah. 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 Seinfeld ruined that. Oh, you're right. Home. Or or it's really your view of it. I think Seinfeld fixed it. You think so? Yeah, but do you remember when you used to would buy like you could buy CDs and it was just the intro songs from TV shows? Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a youth minister, I would buy like volume one and volume two and that was like a game. You'd get two people on stage with buzzers. Name this TV show theme song. Yep. Yeah, you can't do that no more. Which you one can't. did this? Which one did this? Boom. Yeah. Party Miller. Yep. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, you do one now. Okay. Show me that smile again. Silver spoons. Don't waste another minute of your crying. Silver spoons. No. Oh. No. Keep going. Sorry, good. Silver spoons. <laughs> you know it's not, don't you? Keep going. I don't know it yet. Go. You're just, you know. No, I really don't. My, I'm you not. What a my singing voice. No, I'm not. I seriously don't know what it is yet. Go. Seriously. We know we're near the end, and the best is ready to begin. As long as we got each other. You got the world sitting right in our hands. <laughs> what is it? Baby, you and me, we got to be two of the luckiest people. <laughs> no, what is it? No. 
Growing Pains. Oh, see, I never watched Growing Pains. Growing Pains. My wife did. I did. Who got me a gift certificate to Metro Shoe Warehouse for Valentine's Day. Oh, that's Metro? Metro? Have you ever been to a Metro Shoe Warehouse? I've never been into a Metro Shoe Warehouse, no. Well, it's really great. They have really cool stuff. I bet, I bet. I bet. That you would it's wear. Metro. That's the stuff they have. <laughs> I know. I'm just playing. Whatever. Um, do you know, but do you know the theme show Two Silver the theme song Two Silver Spoons? Uh No, how's it go? You know it. I don't. I didn't watch Silver Spoons. Um We didn't have HBO, Eddie. <laughs> Here we are. Face to face, a couple of silver spoons, we're two of a kind, hoping to go, hoping to grow together, we're gonna find our way, you and I. Well see, it sounds a lot like the other one you just did. Together. That's why I thought it was silver spoons. No, no, it's totally different. Do you know the theme song, The Different Strokes? Well, the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What uh, might be right for you uh, might not be right for some. A man is something. Oh, he's, he's a, a man, man of means. Then along come two. They got nothing but the jeans. Uh-uh. Different they strokes got... it takes. Different strokes it takes. Uh-uh. Different strokes to rule the world. <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, they were long. The intros to TV shows were long. And then, and then it goes on from there to go. Everybody's got a special kind of story. Everybody's got a way to shine. So you have yours, I have mine. (laughs) Yeah, and together we'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember? um, Did you ever watch Nell Carter on Give Me a Break? Give me a break. I sure deserve it. It's time I make it to the top. Yeah. Give me a break. I'm looking for it. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I think my she favorite, was... though, was the theme to MASH. <laughs> you didn't like that? Dun, 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 Do you know, dun, know it has words to it? Yes. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, yeah. And I can take or leave it if I please. Bum, bum. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah, I loved MASH. What a great show. I never did like MASH. Figures. It was a little too... Um, awesome. No, too, no, no. Cool. I couldn't. You know what I never could get into, Tommy? It's awesomeness. No, no, oh. no. What, what? What? And and the show today wouldn't do what MASH does. Yeah. But like, if MASH was on today, what would be the one thing? If MASH was done today, what would it not have? A uh, laugh track. Exactly. That's what always messed me up. But you know what? Um, they actually, in a big, bold move, did an episode without a laugh track. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. But it was serious, though, wasn't it? It was pretty serious. Yeah, well, not all of it, but it was supposedly, it was done in black and white, and it was an interview, like a guy came to the MASH unit to interview them. Oh, got it. Yep, got it. 
the best TV show theme song though is Jefferson's though. By, oh by, yeah, hands down. Yeah, moving on up. Yep. Yeah. So well, we're moving on up to the east side to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Moving on up. Oh, audience, uh, write in and tell us your favorite uh, TV show theme song. And maybe, just maybe we'll sing it. Maybe, maybe. we'll sing it. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. we'll sing it. Um, here's one. It says, this one's mostly for Eddie. I know you're the writer, so I wanted to ask you how you deal with writer's block. Do you have trouble writing very often, and what do you do to overcome that? How do you find inspiration? And the other question I have is for both of you. Do you have any suggestions for stage fright? I really love performing, but I have the worst stage fright. I shake the entire time I freeze up. But afterwards, I feel fantastic. Is it awesome. just a matter of performing more and getting used to it? Hmm. That's a good hmm. question. Um, for writer's block, I have a thing on my chalkboard in front of me that says, write what you know. Um, that's... That can really help with writer's block to just write what you know. Most of the uh, videos that you see um, that I've written, most of them comes out of something personal. Um, so I would encourage you to do that if you like to write. And most of them you see I didn't write because I'm not a writer. But you're a fearless actor. I like to act. You're a fearless actor. I yeah, I can write a few things, but it has to like I have to have some kind of inspiration. You wrote check the box, but you did good on that. But I had good inspiration because it was based on a true story. So you wrote what you knew. You wrote about me. Oh, Tom, thanks. Yeah, because you'd share the story. What would you say to someone trying to get their feet wet up on the stage? Uh, wow. I mean, just jump up there and give it a shot, you know? Do what works. Yeah. See, you know, don't do what doesn't work. I mean, your audience is your gauge. I, I really like, for someone that is probably more in that wheelhouse of, like, I mean, you know me. I mean, still to this day, if, if uh, like, we were at a, we did a, um, we did a, an event last week. And, yeah. um, if a skit isn't going the way that, like, the laughter that I, you expect to hear after so many beats, you know, if it's not happening, my brain goes into into director mode going, okay, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? What, you know, and that's where my stage fright comes in, where I get a little insecure is to go, oh, boy, this isn't working the way it's normally worked. What is different about this audience? To where you... You don't seem to pay attention to that and just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, I don't know why I don't, you know? I think I'm just continuing to row. Like, yeah. even even if the ship were sinking, I'd be that guy that keeps rowing. <laughs> we can make it yeah. to the other side. Just Let's keep just rowing. Yeah. yeah. Finish and, strong. Get out of there. The, yeah. This isn't the end. Yeah. And, and yeah. you're trying to patch the boat, which is also a good thing. Yeah. That's interesting. That's that's a good take. That's a good take. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm looking at some of these other ones here. you have any that you want to read? No, you read the ones I was going to read. Oh, right. <laughs> you stop it. You stop it. 
How um, about this one right here? Um, go ahead. I think it's so crazy. Like, like here's one from Colombia. Uh, my English is not too good, but I'll try to do my best. I am a Christian since 15 or more years ago, and lately I noticed that sometimes in this Christian life you get stuck in the love for God because you think there's nothing else to know about him. But searching on YouTube some videos, I found yours and also skitguys.com. I was amazed how you transmit the word of God in an easy and unusual way that inspired me to connect once again with the Lord. Um, just That's just crazy. That's yeah. just so cool, you know? It's so encouraging. I got this one. Um, this is from Josh. Josh lives in Tennessee. He says he's 14. He just wanted to say you two are amazing. You have the best jobs anyone could want. That's true that we have the best jobs anyone could want. Um, he's, he goes to a church apparently with my sister-in-law, Dina. So that's in Brentwood, Tennessee. And um, he says, lastly, I was just outside playing basketball on our driveway listening to one of your podcasts. You made me laugh so hard I had to sit down. My t neighbor came out to see if I was okay because it looked funny, me just sitting in the middle of the driveway laughing hysterically. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That's so cool. Wow. Um, we uh, th This one kind of took on a life of its own. Um, uh, it says, hi, my name is Jessica. I'm a resident of Bryan County in Oklahoma, which is where Silo is located. My father asked me about this uh, family recently. This is the Skiva House video. Um, he is a police officer and said one of his colleagues came across a newspaper article in their office about it, and they were wondering where the case ended up. Um, can you give us more information? Well, it, it seems that uh, the Skiva House video has caused just a lot of disruptions where students are trying to go find it and getting in trouble. It sounds like... Um, a group of kids almost fell in like a well because they were looking on this property where this house wasn't at. But um, so, um, no, this is that was the Skiva house was um, it was again, just it was not anything real. It was made up. It was all from our imaginations. And we took um, a theme as far as spiritual spirituality and um you know the the spiritual realm of things, and uh, we we did a video around that. But um, just to clarify that that was that that this this video has taken on a life of its own, hadn't it, T? Yeah, I mean we made Skiva House back. It was a uh, part of some DVDs we have called uh, You Teach, and when those videos were originally made, they there was there was no intention of putting them online. So that, you know, a bunch of people would see them. It was really, hey, you know, whoever buys this DVD will use it. The youth pastor will teach from it and stuff. And so we had fun with it, but it kind of kind of went on its, yeah, it took on a life of its own. So, you know. Isn't that crazy, though, to think that, I mean, we unless it's the same person, we've heard from someone that, you know, the newspaper tried to track it down. Here was a cop trying to track down the story. Yeah. Um, I mean that's that is just so crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know it's you know it was fun, but I, yeah, I don't want anybody to be confused. The, the house isn't even in in Silo, Oklahoma. The house was in over by a lake in Oklahoma, and yeah. it, was, it was just an old house that sat next to our producer's grandparents' lake house. And and here's 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 the funny thing. 
if you watch NeverRunners.com yeah. or the the video Never Runners, and you look closely, and then you watch Skiva House, we filmed those in two days. Yeah, same place. Same place, and Skiva House uh, was an abandoned house that was right next to where we filmed Never Runners. Yeah. So um, Never Runners. Uh, was where we shot like the night scenes for Skiva House, where we're talking about going over there. Um, so if you look real closely, and even if you we were talking to Brian in the car about where are we going, Brian, this is in Skiva House. If yeah. you listen to his voice, he's the same guy on the porch, yeah, talking about talking about the house next door. Yeah, so, that's our producer, Brian. Yeah. So um, those are just some little tips if you guys want to go back and look that, yeah, we, we pretty much had two days and we filmed two videos. Yeah. And, uh, all right there. All right there. Uh, all right there. Um, this is a guy named Arnold that lives in Madrid, Spain. Um, he said, I saw by chance one of your, their videos, uh, us, and they are stunning and creative, and that will be a blessing it has been for me. Even the English language is not my forte. I love I love your videos. Um, that's so cool in Madrid, Spain. Isn't that just nuts? That's crazy. Um, someone said about the morning booth, which is one of our favorites. Oh yeah. This video makes me sad because I see so much of myself in him. I guess your character, and it brought up some questions. What if What if nobody is willing to sit with you in the morning booth? Um, what if they think you should be over?